The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, week seven in the National Football League is upon us. And you have come to, in my humble opinion, the single best podcast for placing NFL bets because we've got him. Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest out at the Westgate Casino, and we've got him. You can check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. You can also check out betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and just use the promo code PODCAST1 in order to get a 50% sign-up bonus today. Not only does Steve the key to why we're great, but you also have me, former NFL offensive lineman Ross Tucker, seven years, five teams. I know all kinds of players and coaches, and I analyze every team for a living at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter and Instagram. Facebook is facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And yes, there is another phrase that pays this week. To get a free Madden from your boy, just make sure you're listening. You have to also listen. Go back and listen, if you didn't already, to the College Draft, to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, to make sure you know every word for the phrase that pays. But this is what we got for you. We got the combo of the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl Professional Football Gambling and a former player. That is the winning combo at least most weeks, Steve, which we will get into right after I tell you about a cool new TV show. All right, so some of you guys might have missed the debut, and if you did, you missed out. It's the CW's incredible new series, All American, inspired by local football hero Spencer Pacinger. That name should sound familiar to some of you guys. Played linebacker in the league for a while, good athlete. Long arms, good in space, good on special teams, got drafted by the Giants. Anyway, he's a high school football phenom from South Central, gets recruited to play in Beverly Hills. Tay Diggs is his coach, and Tay Diggs plays Billy Baker, a former star player in his own right, who sees himself in Spencer and 
needs to win to keep his job as the coach. He promises Spencer the chance to someday go pro and give his family a better life. This is a good show for you guys to pick up during the fall. Don't miss the incredible new series, All American, Wednesdays only on the CW and CW app. All right, Steve, we did not get off to a good start with our best bets last week as we both put a unit on the Giants, and they were horrendous. That's pretty rare, actually, I'd say, Steve. We put one unit on the Giants, getting three points from the Eagles. It's pretty rare for a team to be that bad at home in a primetime spot. Yeah, it was really a no-show, and you've got to wonder about Eli's future in New York. It sure looks like he has stayed there too long. We both passed the Falcons and the Bucks. As for the Redskins and Carolina, you leaned Washington. That was the right way to lean. I leaned Carolina, but neither one of us actually made a bet. Then you get to our next best bet. We were both feeling it with the Pittsburgh Steelers getting two and a half points from the Bengals. And I was feeling pretty good, Steve, even when the Steelers were down by a point, thinking, all right, well, we've already got this. So, they, you know, I don't need them to win the game. We already got the two and a half points. So we both put two units on them. They came through. They ultimately won in what was, you know, a very favorable spot there for the Steelers. Yeah, and Steelers won the yardage by over 200 yards. Frankly, game should never have been that close. Seattle, Oakland. I put two units on the Seahawks, and they totally dominated. You put two units on the over, and it didn't even get close. Final score, 27-3 to Seattle. The Raiders are a terrible football team, so I was up two units there, and Steve, you were down two units. Yep, John Gruden's future with the Raiders. We'll see how it goes, but a very inauspicious start. So then you get to Indianapolis and the Jets. Boy, the Colts really disappointed me. I put two units on the Colts, getting two points. I thought, you know, the Jets have been up and down. They, they would be down. It was really poor defense by the Colts. You know, they start the game with Marlon Mack dropping an easy pass that goes back for a pick six. Naeem Hines dropped the pass in the end zone. They had to settle for a field goal. That's 11 points right there, which would have gotten me, uh, would actually have gotten the Colts the win and would have gotten me the win. As it is, though, I lost two units there. I did get a unit, though, Steve. You leaned Minnesota. I took the Cardinals getting 10 and a half, and wouldn't you know it, they lost by 10, Steve, and so I won. And that that is why... I feel like, when in doubt, take the team in the NFL getting a bunch of points. No question. A game that Arizona really did very, very little on offense, but all it takes is one big play. They got a defensive touchdown, and typically you can cover a double-digit spread. Cleveland and the Chargers. You liked the Cleveland Browns. I passed the game. The Browns were getting a point. They got smoked at home. I must say, Steve, I was not I was not anticipating that at all. Yeah, I think what's happening with Cleveland is all those close games are catching up to this team. They looked like a tired team off of three overtimes and five games that came down to the final minute. This one did not. 
So you lost a unit there. Buffalo, Houston. You leaned Houston. I leaned Buffalo. Uh, I guess I should have gone Buffalo. They ended up losing by a touchdown. Was that overtime? It was overtime, right? No, it was just a pick six at the end of regulation. So anyway, then we got Miami and the Bears. Holy cow. I put under 41 and a half. Final score 31-28 in overtime. I got shredded. I got to tell you, though, Steve, I, I we talked about this before. I feel better for whatever reason when I lose by a lot than when I just barely lose. The amazing thing about that game is you were winning by a lot for a good portion of the game that Miami Heat really got to the Bears defense that wilted in the fourth quarter. We both passed the Rams and the Broncos then we get to Baltimore, Tennessee. I put only one unit on Baltimore laying three. You loved Tennessee, Steve. You put three units on them at home getting three points. They got shut out 21 to nothing. More sacks than completed passes, Mr. Fezzik. Can't really understand why the protection was so terrible for the Titans in the game, red flag, obviously, and uh, in the rain, they were completely inept. Jacksonville, Dallas, I put a unit on the Jags, even though they were laying three. I got annihilated in that one. The Cowboys, very surprisingly, destroyed the Jacksonville Jaguars. KC, New England, you put a unit on the Pats, laying three and a half. I put a unit on the Chiefs. And I was kicking myself at halftime. I was mad at myself, Steve, thinking, now you know better. You know the Patriots. You knew they were going to win. You even said they were going to win. But you put it on the Chiefs. And then the second half, the Chiefs were just about unstoppable. Patriots win the game 43-40. Another great line, by the way, by the Vegas folks. I mean, just right on it. And I end up getting the unit there in a swing game for us where we went head-to-head. Mahomes, I thought he was more impressive in that game battling adversity than he was the games they won. And we got to start talking about Mahomes and not in terms of is he a top 10 quarterback or is he a top 5 quarterback, but could he, Ross, by the end of the year, be the best quarterback? Obviously, it helps to have all those weapons. We both passed the Niners in Green Bay, and rightfully so, I think, because that game ended up being bananas and not what anybody anticipated. So for the week, Steve, you had, you had a tough one. You took it on the collar. You were down six units. I was up one unit. For the season, however, I'm still down one unit. You are up eight units. And he has down 9 of 16 on the best bets, but I think we're actually 9 of 17 because we were 8 of 15, unless unless he already clarified a mistake earlier. Birdman, uh, Todd Bergman, let me know. He's at L Birdman on Twitter, or you can let at L Birdman know directly. That's very helpful to have more than one set of ears on this thing. At L Birdman on Twitter. Twitter. By the way, the Madden word, for those of you trying to get the free Madden for this week that I'm giving out based on the phrase that pays, the Madden word, it is done. D-O-N-E, the word done. Done is 
the Madden word here on Even Money. You got to check out the Fantasy Feast, College Draft, Ross Tucker Football Podcast to hear the other words that are part of the scavenger hunt known as the phrase that pays. All right. We got four teams on buys this week, Steve. Let's rock and roll, Bright. All right, Thursday night, as always, that's what we're going to start with. Denver at Arizona. Broncos laying two points with a total of 41.5, Ross. This is an interesting one because the Cardinals have been playing more competitive football, especially at home. The Broncos are not very good. The Broncos are much better at home than they have been away. John Elway called them out, said that they are soft, I'm expecting a better performance from them. But you know what? We should have expected a better performance from them against the Rams in terms of run defense. They don't do very well, you know, stopping the run. I'll put a unit on the Cardinals getting the two points as a home dog. Yeah, I think you got the right side. The fact that Denver got gashed back-to-back weeks on the ground and that's against the Jets, and that's against a Ram team that had to play in 20-degree, 20 25-degree weather. That's not a good sign. David Johnson should have a very big game here for the fantasy guys. I agree with you. I'll put a unit on Arizona. The best bet. Sunday, early Sunday, Ross, the game that you're going to be at, Chargers and Titans in London, and the Chargers laying 6.5 points. Total there is 45. Are there any – you've talked about this before, Steve. What are the trends over in London, whether it's the total or the side? You know, the one trend, and I don't have the exact numbers, but it has been that the better team, the favored team, has done quite well in London, Ross, for whatever reason. The what team? The team that's favored to win the game has done well. Right. Well, the Titans are in disarray right now, and the Chargers are looking awesome. So I can see why this line is what it is. I just, I would lean Chargers. I'm going to be at the game. I'm just hesitant to lay six and a half. I don't, I don't feel like I know enough. You know, Titans have been really bad two weeks in a row. Chargers have been really good two weeks in a row. But this is the NFL, and that doesn't mean that that's going to continue in both directions this week, especially when you put out you know, what's going on, that they're playing in London. I'm passing the game. I would lean Chargers, though, laying the 6.5. Quick question for you, Ross. I think you'll know this. I'm almost sure the Chargers just went ahead and flew directly from Cleveland. Well, probably not directly, but from Cleveland to uh, London. Is that the case? Yeah, I believe they're doing that tomorrow on Thursday. They're they're flying, so they're practicing in Cleveland this week. Uh, based on, they said all their research said the teams that went later in the week did better. So they're not leaving till tomorrow. They felt like they could get more be- better work in during the week in Cleveland. Very good, and I don't like the disruption. I don't disagree with what they're doing, but I think all the decisions are bad to have to practice in a foreign city and then travel to another city or go all the way back to um, L.A. certainly wouldn't be a good option. Going to London early is not a good option. I, I think that that is a huge distraction and a problem. What does the former NFL lineman say? I don't know. I've, I've never done it, so I don't know. I, I don't think it's a good thing, uh, and I think, that that's a, I think that's a good point. 
that some people would argue the opposite bonding there together. I mean, I, I, who knows? And I know that because of that and because of the inflated point spread, I'll certainly be leaning towards Tennessee. But I got to be honest, after losing three units on the Titans last week, I'm not eager to step up to the window again. I pass. All right, Steve, moving on to the regular 1 o'clock games on Sunday. Let's start with New England. They are laying 3.5 at the Chicago Bears. High total of 49.5. Yeah, I'll take the Bears for two units. Statistically, the Bears are the better team. And although New England certainly improving with Edelman and Gordon and Michelle playing better, I still think that the Bears' loss to Miami was forgivable because of the heat. I expect a close game, and New England had – their circle the wagons game last Sunday, getting the W should be real close. I'll take the Bears. Two units on the Bears. Two units. Can't do it. I, I just can't. I'm not. I'm not betting against the Patriots. I'm not betting against Mitchell Trubisky against Tom Brady in an NFL game. Based on what I've seen, you're probably right. Uh, but I just too many poor decisions by Trubisky. We'll see. I think they will bounce back, you know, defensively and play better than they did. I'd actually lean New England. I'm passing the game, but I I would lean New England. Ross, the Cleveland Browns, they are getting three points at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with another total of 49.5. So the Bucs fired their defensive coordinator, which was pretty predictable. I think that we knew that that was going to happen, and – We'll see. I mean, Steve, I'm sure you have the data that initially they get a boost from that, and maybe they will. Uh, who knows? I mean, I, that's tough for me to tell. I don't like how the Browns looked in the last game. I would probably lean Cleveland, but because of the D coordinator boost potential, I'm going to pass the game, but I would lean Cleveland. And I'll lean Tampa. I'm worried about Cleveland's energy level. They certainly looked like a team that had been through the ringer when they were playing against the Chargers. And Tampa should be fresh off of a bye and then playing Atlanta. And frankly, they could easily have won that game against Atlanta. So lean Tampa Bay. Steve, Detroit Lions at the Miami Dolphins. Detroit laying one point and the total is off the board. Yeah, it looks like it just jumped up to minus two and a half. And I assume that's because it's likely the Ostrich Osweiler is probably going to have to play. I don't know, Ross, have you gotten an update on Miami's quarterback situation? Not in the last 15 minutes, but I do believe that it's going to be Osweiler. That whole Tannehill thing was weird. The fact that Gaze is acting so frustrated leads me to believe that Tannehill won't play, but I guess you never know. And given the uncertainty of that, I'm just going to pass the game. Explain to me again why, Steve, you would have a situation where Detroit, they have a line on the game but no total. Um, They actually, I think that they get concerned about parlays, Ross, where someone can go ahead and play a correlated parlay and play Detroit to the under, knowing that if Tannehill can't go, and it has, and it's Osweiler, that that's going to impact both the side and the total. Got it. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to end up passing the game, too. I got burned a number of times last year picking games where we didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. 
All right, Ross Carolina at Philadelphia. The Eagles laying four and a half points, total 45 and a half. So I'm going to go with Carolina here. Uh, the Eagles look good. They did get extra time to prepare. But now they're a little bit more beat up. No Sidney Jones. Jason Peters will try to play, but he's aching a little bit. Carolina just lost, lost needs to bounce back. I think Carolina has a decent chance to win this game outright. And even if they don't, I do think it'll be close. Two units on the Panthers getting four and a half points. Yeah, I'm going to pass the game. I do think Olsen came back strong for Carolina, had seven targets, four catches. He's very important to them. And frankly, they really should have beaten the Redskins last week other than turnovers. Um, But Wentz is improving each and every week. It's right where I made the number. I pass. Steve, the Buffalo Bills are getting 7.5 points at the Indianapolis Colts. The total, 43.5. I remember this one, the snow game that Ross Tucker was at last year that went 7-7 into overtime. i got to tell you, I'm surprised to see that minus 7.5 in front of Indianapolis. I would lean to Buffalo, but the underlying stats are so poor for that offense, and frankly, I just can't trust Peterman to not throw a pick six, which would cost Buffalo the cover. Yeah, who knows if it's Peterman or Derek Anderson or whatever. It does seem crazy that a Colts team with one win is laying seven and a half, and the Bills defensively have been good enough to keep people in it. (sighs) What the heck? I'll give the Bills one unit, getting seven and a half. You never know. Their defense has been good. I'll give the Bills one one unit getting seven and a half. More than a touchdown. I like that. Ross, how about Cincinnati at Kansas City? Chiefs laying six points here, fifty-eight and a half the total. Yep, and I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Should be an awesome game. They flexed this to Sunday night. I think they got the line just about right here. I'm gonna pass the game. I would lean Kansas City though, just because they've been pretty good at home. They seem like their offense is unstoppable. The Bengals' defense has not been as good as I thought it would be. I do think there's a lot of points in this one. 58.5 is pretty high as it is, but I'm going to go over. I'm going to put one unit on the over 58.5. I think we see a lot of points again between these two teams. I don't know if it's 83 like the Patriots game, but I think they get over 58.5. In fact, I'm going to put two units on the over 58 and a half. Certainly is logical, and I tell you, every one of these games that's totaled at 58 seems to be landing on 80 in the new NFL where you are not allowed to play defense anymore. I'm with you, Ross. Let's, I'll go two units on the over as well. Best bet. The best bet. Next up, Steve, it's the Minnesota Vikings. They're laying three at the New York Jets. 47 is the total. So I keep waiting for that Viking elite defense to show up, and I keep looking at my spreadsheet that shows they're giving up six yards per play. That's half a yard worse than an average defense. Because of that, I can only lean towards the Jets in this game. Uh, I really wanted three and a half, not three, so maybe that'll pop up later in the week. For now, just a lean. Right. I'm kind of with you, too. I'm going to pass the game. I would lean the Vikings though. I, I just I don't I still am not a believer enough in the Jets, but I really don't like laying points with a road team. 
All right, Ross Houston at Jacksonville. The Jags laying four and a half on this one, 42 and a half total. So this is a great spot for the Jags. They have been embarrassed two weeks in a row. They're finally coming back home. Houston's won three in a row, but they're not actually good. I don't like typically laying four and a half points, but I think the Jags win this one maybe even by double digits. I'm putting three units on the Jaguars laying four and a half points. Three. Yeah, I like it. It's as contrarian as it gets when a team loses seven to 40, but you're getting the better team. I think you nailed the handicap in a great spot, and Houston didn't win the last three games. Their opponents lost the last three games. Watson's not right. I'll join you, Jacksonville, minus the four and a half, two units. The best bet. Next up, Steve, it's the Saints at the Baltimore Ravens, and Baltimore lane two and a half, 49 and a half is our total. I got to tell you that in prior NFL seasons, this would be a slam dunk three-star bet for me. If I get the number one defense in the NFL against a high-flying offense that has a suspect defense, I'm always going to back the top defense against a bad defense and play Baltimore. And I'm still going to play Baltimore, but I won't three-star it because in the new NFL, wow, offense travels, and it's very hard to stop an elite offense. But I do think that Baltimore, that was so impressive against Tennessee. I think they carry the momentum over. They play very well at home. Two units, Baltimore minus two and a half. Wow. I'm really torn on this one. The Ravens defense has been awesome, but they were really up for that Titans game because their former D coordinator was there. New Orleans uh, is kind of on a roll right now. I think Baltimore is probably the right side to be on. I'll put one unit on the Ravens, but only one, but it's still a best bet. The best bet. NFC East rivalry, Dallas at Washington. Redskins laying one and a half, and the total on this one, Ross, 41 and a half. Right. This is a game I played in from both sides. The Cowboys playing much better than we expected. Can they do it again? I mean, the, the, the key to the Cowboys, in my mind, is their defense has been a lot better than people realize this year. So has the Redskins' defense, which is why I'm actually going to put a unit on the under 41.5. I realize that that's a low number, and I realize that the Cowboys kind of got their offense rolling last week. They almost had that number themselves. But I really picture this being a 17-14, type of game. One unit under 41-and-a-half. I don't know which Dallas team is going to show up. They look really good at home every week, and they have not looked good on the road at all. And given that uncertainty, I'm passing. All right, last game on Sunday. It is not the Sunday night game anymore. It's the Rams minus 10 at the 49ers with a total of 53. So third straight road game for the Rams and really difficult road games at Seattle and at Denver where they won, but they did not cover I could see them having trouble here with their energy level. San Francisco plus 10. They looked good on Monday night. Beathard looked good. I'll put a couple units on the 49ers. I'm kind of with you. They're playing at home. They're getting 10 points. I know it's a short week, but I like Kyle Shanahan. I'm with you. I'm putting two units on the Niners as well. I, I think 
give me double digit points like that, heck yeah, let's do a best bet. The best bet. And finally, Ross, Monday Night Football, the New York Giants at the Atlanta Falcons. Giants getting six here, 54 and a half the total. Right, uh, man, I don't know which Giants team is, is going to show up. They've had one game where they've been decent. I would lean Atlanta here, but Atlanta's defense really can't stop anybody. So I don't know that I have faith that they'll win by at least a touchdown. So just a lean for Atlanta here. And I'll lean to the Giants. I don't think we're really reflecting how bad Atlanta is with all those defensive injuries and now – Injuries on offense on top of it, losing Freeman for the year. At some point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep kicking myself for betting on Eli, who is just not a capable quarterback anymore, but I'd still lean Giants. Steve, let's get to one question because we have had some questions that we haven't been able to get to. Um, this is a guy that says he normally never touches – this is from Rich Kim – Normally, he wants to know how you approach um, sports wagering and taking emotion or irrationality out of making snap decisions during a game. He said he normally never touches live wagering because he's burned himself too many times. Obvious exceptions such as Aaron Rodgers against Minnesota getting hurt in the first quarter. He wants to know in your average NFL game, um, how often do you live bet? when things are not going how you expected them to? Rich Kim. Yeah, it's a great question because you've got to be willing to change your opinion. Let me use an example. Well, I had the Titans last week. Things couldn't have gone much worse than what I expected. As I'm watching the game, and anyone who saw that game, you can go back and watch it, maybe on NFL Rewind. Uh, it was clear that my handicap was completely wrong. Baltimore was absolutely dominating on the line of scrimmage. They couldn't protect Mariota. Baltimore was moving the ball on offense. There was a driving rain that was going on. If you watched that game, Ross, all you would have done is bet under and Baltimore at every TV timeout. There is nothing that you could have seen that would have put you on the Titans. So I think it's very um, effective to live wager. And one of the most effective things to do is don't get so caught up in your pre-flop handicap, how you expected things to go. What's much more important and much more telling, similar to a poker hand as it plays out, you might think your opponent has something, but if he starts betting like he's got a super strong hand after the flop and after the turn, I think you've got to reevaluate and certainly by the river. If he keeps betting big, Probably your initial read was wrong, and you've got to be willing to get off your initial read. Excellent stuff as always, Steve. Hopefully you can get back on the winning track, and hopefully I can do a little bit better than I did last week. Being up one unit isn't quite going to cut it. So maybe week seven is a week where we can get back to both having really, really big weeks, and maybe now is the time, if you haven't already, to go to betonline.ag and use the promo code PODCAST1. Look, we got Major League Baseball playoffs. We're in the thick of things for the college football season. We've got the NFL where you kind of have a sense of who these teams are now with six games in the rearview mirror. So go to betonline.ag, use the code PODCAST1, that's the key. You get a 50% welcome bonus, and 
you have a chance to be one of the five folks that gets a free $100 from me when, not if, when I finally win that darn podcast1sportsnet.com challenge that has eluded me to this point for whatever reason. Other than that, you can always ask emails if you'd like. Always ask questions via email. Just take advantage of any of our sponsors. We love those of you that spread the word via social media. Can't tell you how much that means, and that puts you in the contest to win a little something, something from your boy. That's me. And what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Amazon counts for that, by the way. The Amazon banner ad on the homepage over at RossTucker.com. And, uh, oh, yeah, I know what you wanted. You wanted to know what the Madden word is. Well, guess what? I said it earlier. So if you weren't listening or paying attention, you got to go back and listen. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.